Okay, good morning, everybody. Everybody's well. Happy Thursday for those that are here live. Those that are here any other day of the week, thanks so much for joining us. Honored to be with you. For those that are watching, listening to this in batches, thank you as well. We've been talking yesterday about this idea of active listening and what it means and what it does. And I want to sort of delve into it a little bit more because I want to give it a little more context as to why it's so important for. I don't want anyone to think that we are actively listening for someone else. We're actively listening to someone else, but we are doing it for us. And and this is sort of the the world of giving. This is the 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 seesaw if you will, or really, you know, I always see it's like, it's like an upward spiral staircase, you know, it's like an ascending spiral staircase where, you know, you go and come you, and then you constantly ascend where it's, there's a, there's an interrelationship between giving and getting, not giving and taking. Taking is a selfish act. Getting is a result of giving, at least that's how I'm defining it. I don't know if, it, if you open up the dictionary, it would say that, but I'm just, for us, creating the term. For the lawyers in the room, you understand the concept of defined terms. Defined terms are, if you ever read a contract and you see an initial cap on one of, um, on the middle of a word, of a sentence, that's the lawyer move, because that's a defined term. That means that term is not as we learned it, it's how it's defined in the document. We live in the show, in the world of defined terms. So one of our defined terms is taking is selfish, but getting is the result of giving, which means you can't control it. You can't take it. So as you go through, as we build into this world of giving, what's happening is we get stuff. For those of you who did this, and thank you for those who shared it with me. You know, thank God, consistently, it should continue. I get emails from people saying, I reached out to this person. Sometimes they forward me the exchange. I am sure, I am sure that the joy that the that is being received from the person who extends the gratitude is much higher and the joy that was received by the person who got the, ad, the the gratitude extended to initially. I'm positive that when you reach out to someone and thank them and acknowledge them and they respond back, I'm sure they are experiencing joy, but your joy is higher. You are getting joy. You're not taking joy. You're not demanding it. You're not saying, you know what? When I was your age, remember what I did for you? You're not taking the gratitude. You ever do this? You guilt someone into giving you something and then you get it and it feels, what's the point? You know, it's because we mistakenly think that it is the things that give us joy, but it's not. It's the emotion that is attached to the thing that gives us joy. And the greatest way to unlock the emotion that is within the thing is by giving it away. 
So I'm not looking for the compliment. I'm looking for the feeling that the compliment gives me. I'm looking for the joy and the pride and the sense of purpose and meaning that I get when somebody compliments me. I'm trying to strive towards something. I don't know if I'm getting there or not. As somebody compliments me, it gives me the encouragement to continue on. I'm looking for that. But when I take it from you, it doesn't feel good because I don't know if it's real or not. I took it. But when I give it to you, when I realize that if I'm looking for it, you're looking for it. And when I give you what I think you need, and as a result, you now share with me the things that you give to me, that's when I get the thing with that comes not only with the words or the gift or the respect or the card or the email, it's the emotion underneath it that gets unlocked. It only gets unlocked once I've extended myself to you. Getting is what gives you both. Taking only gives you the words and the words are meaningless. Words are meaningless. It's whatever you write in the words. It's like my friend who gets his wife a card. Anyone ever dealt with this before? If this is your husband, I'm I, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say it even. If this is your husband, have him call me. I'm sure he's wonderful. So if this is your husband, I'm sure he's wonderful. And if this is your wife, I'm sure she's wonderful. So what I'm about to say, don't take to your own lives or friends or parents. I have one particular friend with one particular marriage. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not suggesting it goes to anyone beyond this who doesn't understand why his wife is upset when he gets her a birthday card and then just signs, he gets her birthday card and then he just signs on the bottom of the written card, love you, and he signs his name. So he calls me, he's like, why is she upset about that? I mean, like, look how beautiful. I I found the card with such nice words. I'm not going to say it nicer than the poem guy. You know, hallmarks like, you know, cadre of sappy, lovey writers you know, I'm not going to compare to that. I'm, not, I'm just going to, I'm just going to write. I'm not going to say like, you know, it's not going to rhyme. It's not going to have, you know, brooks and waterfalls and I love for you over well. Like, it's not going to do any of that stuff. So like, that's how I feel. I'm like, no, 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 honey, you don't get it. You don't get it. It doesn't matter what you write. Your wife wants to see pen. She, she wants to see that you wrote. Who cares what you write? Just make it sound okay. She just wants to, it's not the words. The words are meaningless. It's the emotion behind the words. The guy from Hallmark that's churning these babies out every five minutes. is her, Your wife knows that's not from you. So when you write, just a couple of words in the side of the card. And even if you write, these words are so true. It then makes the words have meaning towards your wife. Words don't mean anything. It's the emotion behind the words that means something. That's why, by the way, we, you know, I, I forgot who told this to me. Somebody did. It was so brilliant. I forgot who told this to me. He said, if you notice something amazing, he goes, whenever you see a child, like a little child, there's like this weird thing that adults do. They get them to smile. Do you ever see this? You see a little baby sitting in the back of the thing, in the back of the car, a little baby in the car seat. And what's the first thing you're doing is you're like Googling at them. And sometimes it works, sometimes it backfires. It happened to me. My, my first cousin, 
Willa very much had, had a, and his wife had a son. So um, we saw them once as a drive through bat mitzvah and they came by and I came to the back of the car and I saw that their child, I didn't get to see them really because they're, we're all in lockdown. We're all living in like, you know, pandemic world. So I see this, this cute little boy. I don't know. He's like probably we're at his bris and now, you know, he's probably a year now. So I'm like Googling and Googling and Googling. And I see, you know, the kid like smiles. I'm like, mm-hmm. and then he starts to cry his eyes out. Like <gasps> screaming. I'm like, no, no, no. I, 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 I'm like, I thought I know what I was doing. Like, I thought I, I thought I got this. And they couldn't calm him down. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not taking the baby smiling risk anymore. But why do we do this for? You ever notice that? You see like the toughest guy sees a baby. And like, he just tries to make them smile. You know why? He says, I forgot who told this to me. He said, because we need, we need smiles. We need positivity. And when you go through your life, you're not sure if people are smiling at you really mean it or not. But babies don't lie. Babies are real. So when they smile at you, it's real. And there's something very deep about getting some positivity from a real source. We're not looking for the actions. We're looking for the emotions behind the actions. We're looking for the meaning behind the actions. And the way you get is when you give. That's how it works. Because I'm talking about spirituality. I'm not talking about physicalness. Right? Words are physical. The meaning behind the words really is more spiritual. Presence are physical. The meaning behind the presence are smiles are physical. Teeth are physical, right? Lips are physical. But the emotion, the the depth behind that smile is spiritual. So if you're playing in the world of spiritual now, now you have to play by spiritual rules. And the way spiritual works is you give and get. You don't take. So when we're talking about, and this is so important to pause as we do this and as we delve into this world, we're talking about giving. I don't want anyone to think that like, like we're being like, we're like sacrificing ourselves for other people. We are, but we have to understand that that's the greatest path that we have for our own fulfillment. That when we talk about actively listening, we're not just doing somebody a favor. We are, we're using a mechanism that is going to get us to get closer to a human being and give them what they need. We're not doing it to take back from them, but we have to understand that this is not work that we're doing. Like when I get to it, because like how much can I give already? This is the work that we're doing now that really is ensuring our own personal satisfaction of life it's not selfish because it's not taking but it's most definitely going to benefit the self when someone's in front of you and your mentality is what can i do to give to them you are now entering into a world of which you are attaching your words to a deeper emotion 
called giving and handing it over to them, the exchange starts taking place at a deeper level. And you're filling that person up with something much different than you would have filled them up with otherwise. This isn't, this isn't just this isn't just a one-time thank you, which is super important. This is a way in which you are we are attaching ourselves to other people and using our ears to be the beginning of the connection to somebody else in order to be able to give more to them. And by the way, this is even if they're adversaries. Because at the end of the day, a lot, I'm not talking about like business adversaries for a second. That's complicated. Let's just stay into like our relationships. And if you can take it to the business world, amazing. Tonight on the Shabbat show, we have a great guest. Idana DeSatnik is on tonight. She's an incredible person. Her and her husband, I know her husband for a very long, I know them both for a very long time. They're awesome. So they're, it's tonight's Shabbat show. She is a consultant, a coach, a mentor, an advisor to some of the top leadership teams for massive multi-billion dollar companies. So yesterday we had her on and I asked her, it's tonight's show, you can check it out. Shabbatshow.com, eight, 8 o'clock tonight with God's help. We're on my Facebook. So we asked her about, so I said to her, what, what are the three tips that these top business leaders like had like that, that got them through this crisis? Like what were like, and I was honestly like, what was it that got, what, what made the leaders? And I was like waiting for like, you know, preparedness, financial acumen, like good business stuff. We're in boardrooms now. And she said three things. She said resilience. She said empathy. And she said relationships. I'm like, did you hear the boost? She's like, no, I didn't catch this week yet. I'm like, get out of here. I said, the business world? She goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, you want to be successful at the highest level in the business world? And like, not like success, like you make a few more dollars and everybody hates you. Like success, like you're leading things. You better believe you got to own. You got to you gotta give. You gotta have real relationships. People have to trust you. You need to understand people. You gotta lead with empathy and understand that what your employees are going through during this period of time, you gotta get it. I once heard a lecture from a great man named Raymond Beta, who was not only a lecturer and a teacher, but he was also a businessman. He said that he had a, a client, an uh, employee, Every time she wore a certain sweater, he knew that it was going to be a tough day. And one day she walked in with that sweater and like he was like, he noticed it. And he goes, everything okay? She goes, da, da, da. And like, he was able to diffuse it and understand her. Active listening is, it's just good. It's good practice for our lives. This isn't, I'm volunteering my time. This is, I'm investing in my own future. I'm investing in my own life. And so it shouldn't be like a thing that we do when we get around to it. This should be what we do. We shouldn't wait when I have time. This is the most important thing that I'm doing right now. This is what I'm doing today. This is my most, imp- this is what I'm doing because if I don't get this down, I'm going to be missing so many invisible stimuli 
that is right in front of my eyes that I could be using and understanding and learning how to hear and how to see in the people that are around me that could be rebuilding and building so many layers of fabric of our relationship that will not only give somebody else a greater life, but I know and trust that I don't know when, but it'll come back and give me a greater life. I'm not doing anyone a favor. This is called being strategic in my life. And I'm not saying this because I want us to be selfish. I'm saying this because I want us just to take this super seriously. When I sit at my dinner table and I listen to the people around me, I got to calm myself down. I got to stop what I'm doing. I got to actively listen to this person. I got to understand them. I got to ask myself, what is it that I could say now or do now that they need to hear? I don't got to figure out when it's coming back to me. I know it's coming back to me. I don't know. I don't care when. I'm not, I'm not running a, a logistics company for, for, for compliments and words. This isn't like, you know, the verbal Amazon.com and I'm going to put things out and expect you to deliver on prime schedule. I'm just saying stuff. I'm just thinking stuff. I'm just worrying about things. I'm just putting my head in someone else's shoes and trying to deliver more and more to people. It'll come back when it comes back. But I want to make sure that when we're in this zone, we don't get in this zone and think like I can do it like when I get a second on the weekend. I do it because I understand that if I want to rebuild my business, if I want to deepen my family, if I want to rebuild my relationship with my friends, if I want to put my my extended family, if I want to have the life that I want, I don't got to get more stuff. I just got to get deeper with the stuff that I have. Remember the life that we want and the life that we have are are super close. The difference between the life that I have and the life that I want usually is just my perspective. And if I can't go deeper, I'm going to assume that it's the thing. I'm gonna take, let's take out extreme for a second. Let's take out hell. Let's take out all the, the extreme things and just get into like normal stuff. Of course, people need to be healthy. And of course, people need to have, be able to support themselves. Let's pull that out. Usually, typically, but even though we can get there too, and that's love, that's that's to get on the, the on the extremes. You got to get into the world of faith. Let's just deal with where we are right now, because everything's faith. But let's see where we are right now. Usually, the life that I want, life that I have, is just a matter of perspective. And the reason why I don't see it is because I'm not operating at a deep enough level. So I just assume that it's the more stuff that I need, because stuff, words, stuff, food. Uh, possessions, people, those that things is the easiest way to say, I, if I get that, I, I'll feel something. But really, at a deeper level, it's not the things that we have. It's the emotion and the spirituality within the thing that I have. And if I can't operate on a deep level, I, even if I add more stuff, it won't matter. And we'll get into this. This is a little bit more complex. All right. Have an incredible day, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Try this today. Keep at it. Let's grow together. With God's help, we can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great-